it's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey. You play for the Indiana Pacers. That's who you represent. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the All Pacers podcast. If you haven't already, please download, rate, review, and share. It's a huge help for us. Also, join our fan community on Instagram at all.pacers or on Twitter at all underscore pacers for daily Pacers news and content. As always, this is Jeremy, and I'm joined by Jack and Breezy. How are you guys doing today? I'm good, Jeremy. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, awesome. What about you? I'm doing excellent. <laughs> you looked a little confused there just now. What's, yeah, I what's got, going on? I have a portable phone charger here, so that cord got tangled under my legs. I'm laying in like uh, an outdoor, uh, you know, it's not a chair, but you can like put your legs out. I don't know what it's called. It's like a lounger. Yeah. A lounger. You look relaxed. I'm very relaxed, except for the part where the tor- the cords got tangled and they were under my legs. So I had to do a lot of uh, configuring. Yeah. It looked like, remember when Tim Duncan for the first time saw his arms in that game? Oh, Have yeah. You seen that video? <laughs> That's what you looked like. <laughs> you were like, what? yeah. Where, what's happening? I, listen, I relate to Tim Duncan in so many ways. Yes. Well, like Breezy mentioned, we are coming at you from our luxurious poolside location as we record safely social distance here. So just please bear with us with any outside noise you may hear in the background. We're working through it as best we can. So thank you for your patience with Which that. Which we did go door to door and put flyers in everyone's mailbox. We shouldn't have to tell them that we're here because they should know by now, but the All Pacers pod is here in this neighborhood. Right. Not only should they know that we're here, but they should know that we record at different times on different days every (laughs) week. (laughs) So they just need to be prepared at any time, Monday or Tuesday, for us to record. It's not that much to ask. That's Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Just don't mow your lawn on those days. Don't be outside. That's all we ask. Uh, Speaking of which, we are are recording on... Tuesday, July 4th at 2.30 Eastern. So this is before the Magic game today. So August there will 4th. August 4th. Whatever. <laughs> Time is a construct. <laughs> uh, so we won't have any updates from that game on this podcast, but we do have updates from the Philly and Wizards games from over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And we'll be getting to those later. But first, as always, we got a stat of the day for you. I just got the stat of the day. Oh, that's what I was hoping you were doing over there. <laughs> oh, hey, if you need more time, I also have some shout-outs to, to give. Oh. Oh. Well, well, we, we haven't done this in so long. I know we're out of He said he practice. had it. Oh, I have you, it. Oh, yeah. are you ready? I was filibustering I, to give him time. I saw him frantically searching <laughs> Ooh, on his phone. Filibuster, yeah. Well, yes. that's a big word. Okay, so yeah, you give your stat of the day, and then I'll give my shout-outs. How about that? Uh, hey, but okay, let's, let's talk about filibusters real quick. Is TJ Warren... Allusion to some of our talk later. Is he officially the Philly Buster? <laughs> oh, oh he is. He is. That's a good one. That's All really right. good. Do you guys know where you were on January 23rd, 1998? Probably still celebrating my birthday, which was three days beforehand. Okay. <laughs> um, were you also celebrating Jeremy's birthday? No. Well, I would have been very young. And I wouldn't have known Jeremy at this point. So sure, I didn't even live here. Yeah. Well, I probably was celebrating Jeremy's birthday. Yeah, that's my answer. I was also celebrating Jeremy's birthday. Thanks, I was guys. not even three years old yet. <laughs> I can tell you I was in Indianapolis celebrating his birthday at the Pacers Jazz game. Oh. And the Pacers actually defi- – man, we're on a roll here. We've really found some big Pacers wins in nice. history here. The Pacers defeated the Jazz 106 to 102. Uh and Mark Jackson is our player of the day. Uh he had 
really the only cool thing he did was 18 assists, but he had 18 assists. That's a really cool thing. That's wow. a lot of it assists. Is. He had nine points and five rebounds as well. Um, but yeah, overall, a solid game from him. Uh, did a, a, a serviceable, serviceable job. He had more assists than John Stockton, who only had 11 in this game. Wow. That really was the era of big assist numbers, it seems. All, all those point guards back then used to put up pretty big assist numbers that you don't really see anymore today. Yeah. Do you think anyone in the history of the NBA has got uh, an identical stat line to that Mark Jackson game? Nine points, 18 assists, five rebounds? Oh, I'm sure somebody uh, does. You think somebody sure. Jason Kidd yeah. at some point. I mean, I can look it up for you if you that'd want be, to. That'd be a good thing to look up. Maybe, Yeah, you can work on that while I give some shout-outs eventually. Okay. But uh, any other stats you wanted to get from that game? Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> I will say that you don't have to. <laughs> any any given game from like that year or like two years before, two years after, in Indianapolis, there's an off chance I was there. I have. Oh. I don't remember which games I went to when I was that young, but I did go to games. That's cool. So yeah, maybe you, you guys were at the know. same game. Okay, here's a stat from this game. I'll give you a million dollars if you can tell me who led the game in rebounds with 11. For the Pacers? Nope, just uh, the whole game. It could be the Pacers, it could be the Jazz. So it sounds like it's the Jazz since you said no to the Pacers. This is No, I said it could be either. <laughs> so it's 1998. Man, Jazz, a Pacers. million dollars. You get a million dollars. Uh, John Stockton. No. Uh, Reggie. Nope, it was Greg Ostertag. Oh. I get to keep my million dollars. Nice, congrats. Yep, I'm going to invest it. Okay, good. Um, well, uh, I don't want to cut you off anymore, but are, are you done with your stat of the day? I'm finished. Okay, how about I give some shout-outs to our lovely fans out there. Um, do we know they're lovely? I don't, but what they did do is give they gave us reviews on our podcast, which we are the most reviewed Pacers podcast in the entire world. Say it again. The world. Cue the music. <laughs> All right, I'm racers. Gonna, I'm turning off. Oh, there it is. It sounded like the beginning to a Scooby Doo episode. You know, like where the the lightning strikes and then the bats start flying out. I have got a big thing for uh, Velma. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll see if we can uh, reach out to her. Maybe if we yeah keep becoming popular, or just maybe. ladies dressed as Velma. Okay. <laughs> What if Lily from AT&T dressed as Velma? Oh. Ho, ho, ho. All right, let me, get the, let me get the shout-outs. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, we got Lucas Gorman. Thank you for the five-star review on the podcast. And if you're listening out there and you haven't left a review yet, leave us a review. Send us an image on Twitter or Instagram of the review, and we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. It's just fun. Um, you don't have to leave a review, but it does help us grow and um, get more interviews as well. So, Thank you for those who have done it. So that's Lucas Gorman. We also got Carrie.AO. That's his uh, Instagram name, Carrie.AO, spelled K-E-R-R-Y. Ooh. We have Sal Knight, S-A-L, and then Knight with a K. Um, thank you. We got John Prince. He said he subscribed as well. Shout out. Love to hear it. We got Luke Shepard, who said he listened to our most recent pod, and uh, he enjoyed it. So thank you. And then we got... John Michael Br dot 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 because it, it, his name's too long. I can't see it right now on this image I took. So uh, sorry that I don't know your full name, but we we got your review right here. We also got Elliot Brown, 
And finally, NBA Talks on Instagram. So shout out to that oh, nice. page. I mean, I don't know if you guys know NBA Talks, but uh, that's cool. They uh, gave us some love out here. So that's all the reviews I have. Um, and remember, like I said, if you want a shout out on this podcast, message us on Instagram, Twitter, and send us an image of your review, and we'll give you a shout out. I want to give a shout out to our Twitter giveaway winner, at SHProduction16. He won a nice little prize for following and interacting with the Twitter some. So if you want to be included, listen up for the next time we do a giveaway. We'll have one coming up sometime soon, and you can be a winner. Yeah, and it, your, your prize is on its way. It's been mailed. All right. So expect it. So quick update on the stat of the day. I did try and look up to see if anybody else had had that exact stat line. And it turns out our ex-friends at basketballreference.com have put their player game finder behind a paywall so we can no longer use that feature, which is a real bummer because it was super useful. Uh, how much How much is the the cost of the paywall uh, to get past the paywall? It's, so it's $8 a month just for one sport. So only for basketball it would be $8 a month. You can still look at all their other features for free. But that's the main reason you would go to basketball references for those features. Yeah. Uh, so, Jeremy, basically what you're saying is the three of us collectively don't have $8 to spend on Bleacher Report. I, I mean, on uh, basketball reference. I'm saying there's a lot of other things I'd rather spend <laughs> $8 on than that feature on basketball reference. But we're not rich enough to say, ah, it's just 8 bucks. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, hey, uh, if any of you work at basketball reference... We would love to be friends again. Just let us know. We'll sponsor you. We're talking about you a lot already. Yeah, so you might as well. I mean, just let us use that feature for free, and we'll be all good again. Yes. So uh, no one go to Basketball Reference for the foreseeable future. Uh, we'll let you know when you can go again. Yeah. Boycott. Boycott Basketball Reference I as say, I'm on the page. As I will, <laughs> I have two of their pages open. Uh, let's do bubble moment of the week real quick. I think I know what it is for two of us. I don't know about Breezy, but... Uh, I know what mine is. Breezy, let's go to you first for maybe a surprise bubble moment of the week. Uh, I I just want to say real quick, I do have the one that you're thinking of, but I also have another one that just makes me laugh even thinking about it right now. (laughs) It's funny. It's funny. Sorry, Austin, go ahead. Yeah, um, my bubble moment of the week came yesterday. Um, You know, I know Michael Porter Jr. has been in the headlines a lot for the wrong reasons lately. Uh, He did have 37 points yesterday. He looked really good in that Nuggets game. Uh, just, you know, that's a fun team. I like to watch them a lot and, uh, it's just for the fun of it. And, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Looked great yesterday at, uh, 37 points again and 12 rebounds. So, uh, first, uh, Nuggets player to have 35 and 10 as a rookie since Carmelo Anthony. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. He's special player. Good for him, man. But I hope he gets vaccinated and doesn't get polio. True. Uh, his al- his bones are also brittle because he's been a vegan his whole life, which is just the rumor. That's what some experts have said. His whole family gets these ridiculous injuries, huh. um, and they're like, it might be because of veganism. I mean, as a former vegan myself, like I don't see anything wrong with it. But how long were you vegan for? Uh, when how long were we in Seattle for? <laughs> that one time <laughs> we were there. You might have been there four days. Yeah, so that's my answer. <laughs> All right, so I have a few moments of the week, or bubble moments of the week, Jeremy, but um, I'll start with the TJ Warren one, which I know is probably yours, so I'll let you... That's definitely mine. Yeah, I'll let you get into that. I mean, obviously, as a Pacer fan, that has to be the moment of the week, and I'm sure that was really your moment of the week too, Austin, but you just, you let us have that. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that uh, Nuggets game was very fun. It was exciting. They won without three of their starters against the Thunder. Really good team. Uh, it, w- it was impressive. Yeah, but that T.J. Warren game, man, I mean, he T.J. Warren right now has the most points in August in the NBA, in the history of the NBA. That's true. He does. So, yeah, he, that's uh, a big stat right wait, there. When was the 53-point game? Uh, was that August 1st? August 1st. August yep, 1st. August 1st. Oh, okay. So, yeah, most August points in NBA history right there yep. for T.J. Warren. So, big deal. But um, I also had this uh, funny moment this week. Not me, sorry. The NBA had a funny moment <laughs> this week. Someone tweeted out, Smart sent Mello's crap. And ke- I had to censor it a little bit. He said something else, not crap. Smart sent Mello's crap and kept it in bounds. Bill Russell is looking down from heaven smiling. <laughs> and Bill Bill Russell tweeted back. <laughs> <laughs> he said, just in case anyone cares, I am still alive. <laughs> At least I was the last time I checked. <laughs> Bill Russell's great. He's the best. He's funny. He's yeah, he's hilarious. He's always he's always quick with the humor too. Gosh, mm-hmm. dude, the fact that someone thought he was dead and he responded. That's wild. <laughs> so that I loved that moment. I just Bill Russell is just great in general, but man, that was that was the moment right That's there. a really good one. <laughs> what was your moment of the week, Jeremy? Well, like I said, T.J. Warren, obviously. Uh, maybe a, a bubble theme for me is somehow the Spurs seem like they're going to get the eight seed out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, people, uh, they they barely lost to the Sixers. I don't know how that happened, but uh, the their game against the Grizzlies, their first game, when Dylan Brooks, all he needs to know is Demar's going to pump fake. Everybody knows that. Yeah, and he just jumps on top of him. So I called him a certified dummy. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. That w- I guess that was that was my second yeah. bubble moment of the week for me. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I get a lot of messages, people saying Pacers are the Spurs of the East. So our our counterpart on the West Coast, on that side of the Mississippi River. Okay, hey, Marissa I'm Serpa. not. Uh, seeing people you thought were dead, were the NBA TV is on in the background right now. I thought Sam Mitchell was dead, and he's alive. You should tweet that he's Didn't looking he down at us Didn't he used to coach heavy. the Wolves? I have no idea. You're Who? thinking Saunders. No, not Flip Saunders. I know he's dead. Rest in peace. Who was the guy uh, either right before him or right after him? Right after him was Flip Saunders' son. Okay, then right before him. I have no idea. Uh, another timeout for basketball reference. All right, pull up basketball <laughs> reference. <laughs> he only coached him one year. He coached him the year after Flip Saunders... Was there, oh. uh, but yeah, he's he's not dead. Okay, we verified it. It's good to know. <laughs> hey, Austin, um, you like clothing? Mm, sometimes. Well, let me tell you about this great clothing brand that we've partnered with. Mm. It starts with an appreciation of sport. The numbers ninety four fifty represent the. Do you know? Mm, I don't know. Maybe the dimensions of a soccer court. Uh, maybe, but in this case, it represents the dimensions of an NBA basketball court, 94 feet by 50 feet. But it means much more than the numbers on a blueprint. It's the foundation where we come together and move culture, where we display talent and personality through style of play and fashion. Austin, Mm. when you're looking for a girl, do you usually look for talent, personality, or fashion first? I usually want to see if they have eyeballs first. <laughs> and if they don't? That's a non-starter. Okay. Sorry well. to the eyeballless community. <laughs> so, let's get back to this. Uh, 9450 Apparel was created to contribute to the basketball community 
through lifestyle pieces that tell stories for fans and athletes alike. We at All Pacers Pod love the products that 9450 Apparel offers. Plus, you can't beat the value. Jeremy, I love your 9450s tee right now. Looks, it looks great as always. Anyway, 9450 Apparel also understands the importance of giving back. For a limited time, you can find their I Miss Basketball t-shirts, and 100% of the profits from that shirt will go to Feeding America, where lives are being changed and hunger is getting defeated. Basketball is more than a sport, and with 9450 Apparel, you can be more than a fan. Take your style up a level by visiting 9450apparel.com. Again, that's 9450apparel.com. Back to the pod. All right, so let's get into some Pacers talk here. We'll pick it up right with the game from Saturday, which was against the Philadelphia 76ers, both teams opener in the bubble. And I think as everyone here probably knows, huge game from TJ Warren. Amazing game. Third most points in a single game in Pacers history. Unless you count the ABA. Yeah, which... I, I probably should because we talk about the ABA a lot because that's our championships. So maybe maybe we should, but it was a it was a topic on Twitter Saturday night, and they it was actually the uh, the trivia question yesterday was which two ABA Pacers also had fifty point games. Breezy, do you know which two ABA Pacers had fifty point games? Uh, George McGinnis. Yeah, he nice. did it twice. Mel Daniels. That's right. Nailed wow, it. nice dude. That was really good. Listen, I know a lot about the Pacers. I'm devoted. <laughs> he is. I mean, you were a co-creator of the top 50 Pacers all time, which we haven't finished yet. <laughs> we're getting there. Shocking. Yes. Well, we we made it through uh, 50 through 21, so now we just have to get to the good the good parts. But the listener count uh, was low for that one, so we just kind of fizzled it out. This is a weird thing to bring up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just we we haven't got to George McGinnis and Mel Daniels yet. I guess so. Maybe maybe they're there. Maybe. Hey, listen, Mr. McGinnis, Mr. Daniels, if you're listening, be patient. <laughs> Ooh, Mel Calm Daniels down. has passed. So, Are you kidding me, Austin? I'm sorry. I didn't know he was dead. Condolences. Yes. Thank you. Same. Condolences to his family. A, a Pacer legend. For real. Yeah, yeah definitely. Has his, has his jersey retired. Do you think when he got to heaven, he passed the ball to God or God passed the ball to him? I like to think God passed it to him and said, welcome home. Yeah, you I'm going to go with that as well. Something sweet like that. I don't think but he brought... What if he went to heaven <laughs> with a basketball? Yeah, that's that's the question. Well, you don't bring anything from earth, right? Yeah. There you go. Well, you know what they say, store up your treasures in heaven. <laughs> You'll get a basketball. That's literally <laughs> what they say. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, we'll get to TJ Warren here in just a second, but first let's talk about some other Pacers that had really good games. Uh, first, I want to bring up Jakar Sampson, who at one point was like a plus 36 <laughs> or something. He just happened to be in when we made these two huge runs against them. Finished the game as a plus 20, the highest on the Pacers. Uh, really solid game from him, I thought. Really good. Um, Miles Turner early on. I mean, the game plan for Philly should have been go at Miles Turner, get him in foul trouble. They mm -hmm. had the better – they have maybe the best center in the league in mm -hmm. Joel Embiid. They went mm -hmm. at Miles Turner immediately. <laughs> immediately, Austin's shaking his head no. What, Jokic? Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay, so Embiid goes at Miles Turner immediately, gets Miles a foul. Yeah. Um, and then he gets his second one pretty quick thereafter. Um, and the Pacers, without Sabonis and without Goga, I mean, our backup center, we've had this discussion before, but it turns out Jakar Sampson came in yep. to guard uh, Joel Embiid, which is just a mess. 
but it worked out, man. It worked really well. I mean, well, until he got in foul trouble and well, then I TJ mean, Leaf had to come I don't in. know if you can say it worked out. Joel did score 41 points. He did. Okay, but... Yeah, and he okay, had 20 rebounds. <laughs> so he clearly just dominated all our biggest. He was so good. But, um, but we did start going on the runs after that, mm-hmm. at that point. Um, and Jakar Sampson was the one who subbed in before that happened. But it so. did become a sort of let Joel get his and we're going to take everybody else a little bit out of it. Um, ben, ben Simmons, not really a huge factor in that game. Uh Al Horford, not really a factor when he came in either. So they did do a good job of shutting him down. He was okay, but I agree. It was really the uh, Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris show. But back to the Pacers. Uh, great job by TJ McConnell. Huge energy in the backcourt, pressing, getting some turnovers forced, getting a couple steals. Also, Aaron Holiday on offense really brings a nice spark to the team. That I wasn't super expecting, but it's really nice to have. No, a really quiet 15-point 10-assist game. Yes, he he looked really good. Uh, is there anybody else you wanted to get to before we talk about TJ Warren? Um, I just I love the McDouble boys coming in, McDermott and McConnell. I know you guys don't like that nickname it's I a, give them. It's a bad name. <laughs> but I really like them off the bench, man. And like just this NBA restart, with, I mean, it's just so nice to have that those two pieces coming off the bench and like being a part of this rotation. I will... I agree with you. McDermott, though, struggling from three yeah. in both of these games. Holiday so is, far. too. Justin. Hol- Justin Holiday, not great. Once they get locked into the building, they were both good in the other building in our scrimmages. So now we're in a new building. So maybe they just need to get used to the different look that it has or whatever it is. But once they get locked in in there, I think they'll be good. It's probably weird, too, for shooting, like having to look through the backboard. I don't know if this is a big factor because I've never played in a filled stadium yet. Um but looking through the backboard when you're shooting, like looking at the rim, like people back there and movement happening, like I'm sure it's different than now just seeing black behind it. I will or say that there. Terrence Ross said the exact opposite of what you just said. Oh, what did he say? He said it's like the perfect depth perception <laughs> in, in these gyms where you're, you're, it's not going way far back. It's just it's just a wall there. So it, he said it's actually really nice for oh, the shooters. That makes sense. All right, let's talk about TJ Warren. Uh, 53 points on only... 29 field goal attempts, really good. Only four free throw attempts, even more impressive. He joins Steph Curry and Klay Thompson as the only players to ever have a 50-point game on under four free throw attempts, which is super impressive for all three of those guys. Yeah, so impressive. He really was the reason that we won, obviously. Yeah, 100%. His, His offense, especially in the first quarter when we were struggling a bit and then down the stretch as well, he just seemed to be making every single shot he never struggled he was the reason we stayed in it at the beginning which i think immediately was like 14 to 6 76ers and i thought we can't compete with this team right now they're so big i i had a text typed out to a couple of my friends saying oh we're gonna get smashed today this is terrible (laughs) but i i deleted it i was like i don't want to send this yet we'll we'll just wait and see i don't want to look stupid if we win this game and i didn't yeah you did well you now now i i just admitted it (laughs) So maybe I look stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, look at you and your shirt and your shorts. Hey, you. that is a, that is a nice ninety four fifty shirt. Thank you. I it do is. like that. Um, but Jeremy, I'm glad you uh, brought up this TJ Warren game because I think this poses, or I, I have this question, and I'd love to discuss it with you. Is TJ Warren a star in the NBA? Oh my God! <laughs> All right. To preface this, this was most of our weekend <laughs> was arguing about this. 
Jack is adamant that TJ Warren is a star. I'm not. Hang on. In the NBA. No, no, no. I I think it's a fair question to ask right now. I think you could make an argument that he is a star in the NBA. If I may quote Jack from a few text messages, <laughs> TJ Warren is a star. Full stop. <laughs> no, okay. That's what you said. <laughs> I know. If someone argues with you that. You can't now say you're just asking the question. You, you very much said that he's a star. Well, okay. For this argument that I'm about to, that I have created, I will say that he is a star. I, I will, Jeremy, right now, I will definitively say he is a star. Just for the sake of this podcast. And I will say you can't say that yet. <laughs> okay. But um, do you want to like look at the pros and cons of why he could be right now? Or do you want to wait till after the Wizards game that we're about to talk about? Well, I, I don't know why you brought it up if you didn't want to talk about it. I right do want to talk about it right now. That's why I brought it up. So w- <laughs> would you like me to give my reasons why he is a star? All right. Yeah, let's hear your reasons why he is a star. Okay. So I hope you guys are buckled in. Are you buckled? I'm not in a car, so no, no car Well, seat. Austin has a seatbelt on for some reason. <laughs> you heard it right there. <laughs> okay, so TJ Warren, beginning of the season, I when we first started watching him on the Pacers, I mean, it's his first ever winning experience, too, on the Pacers. I think that's important to note. But he was when he came to the Pacers, was taking his mid-range shots, and he looked a lot like Lance Stevenson to me, where it was just like, what is happening? Why is he shooting? Wait a second. So why didn't you love him and want him to play more? Because that's how you feel about Lance Stevenson. <laughs> I love Lance. I, I did not like him as our sixth man. So right off the bat, bad start for you. No, no, you, no, no. That's not a bad start. You if you're a Pacers fan, you love Lance. I don't like Lance. I said his shot selection was like Lance. And you, you love Lance, but you didn't like TJ at the time. So <laughs> the argument already doesn't oh make sense. Oh my gosh, don't pick this apart already. <laughs> Okay, hang on. You <laughs> he says, let's have an argument. You can't Don't pick say, it apart. Here are, my <laughs> here are my reasons why I think he's a star. And then get mad at me for telling you that your reasoning is off. Look, I did not know what to expect from TJ Warren, honestly. Like, we, no one knew what he was like. I did. <laughs> I If you go back and listen to some of our first podcasts at the beginning of the season, I was very clear in saying that TJ Warren was going to be a really good player for us. Yes, and you, you and I disagreed with you at the time. You did. And he has recently changed my mind drastically <laughs> to the point where in the first quarter of this Philly game, I texted Jeremy and said, hey, is TJ Warren a star? To which Jeremy uh, copied that text, put it in our group chat with all of our friends and said, Jack's an idiot. Look what he sent me. Okay, first of and all. And everybody roasted me in that chat. I didn't say that. I <laughs> responded to Jack and said, no, he is not yet. He's an elite scorer in this league, but he's not a star. And then Jack I could tell was not having it that I disagreed with him. So I brought in reinforcements to help me with my case. Yes. Reinforcements, which told me some of which told me he's the fifth best player on the Pacers, which I wouldn't agree with that. No, see, that's why I feel like I have to have this discussion with my two biggest Pacer fan friends, Jeremy and Austin. Yeah. So that's why I'm here. So let me, let's talk a little bit. Um, Here's why. Okay. So he's obviously been great. I mean, really good for the Pacers, however you want to word it, The like recently, since the All-Star break especially. I mean, he's been, in my opinion, the best player on the Pacers since then. You could argue Sabonis, but it's him or Sabonis right there. Once Oladipo's shots start falling, we'll see. But Warren, in my opinion, has been the best player since the All-Star break. Here's his stats since the All-Star break. 24 points per game, 5.8 rebounds per game, 2.1 assists, 0.9 steals, 0.8 blocks per game. 24 points per game is huge. When you're thinking about star player, maybe Ben Simmons is like just an exception. 
But usually, like for me, I'm thinking if you can score 23 points per game in the NBA, you're a star player or have star player potential. So TJ Warren's averaging 24 points per game since the All-Star break. Let me tell you his percentages, though. He shoots 17.8 field goals per game and hits 55.1% of those. He shoots 4.5 threes a game and hits 44.9% of those. And he also shoots 2.5 free throws a game, which sounds a lot like Paul George, if you ask me. But he hits 96.3% of those. Only players to do that while playing more than 17 minutes in a game since the All-Star break right now is Warren, TJ Warren, and that's it. So he's averaging a 50-40-90. We might even have to create a new stat because it's 55, almost 45-95. It's right there. It is stellar what he's been able to do since All-Star break. I mean, he's on a winning team with great players, good players, a really good system, and he's gaining his confidence. So Sabonis so and Turner have been out for much of this year. When one of those guys is out, and I'm, I, we've talked about this before, the, I mean, the, the ability for our players to drive in without two big guys in there makes the, I mean, it makes it so much easier for Oladipo and Brogdon and Warren, who have the ability to drive and score in traffic. So right now, in my opinion, there's no doubt that he is at minimum a high-level professional scorer, which we've talked about. But I think he's a star. I have some categories. Um, and we, we, like, this is up for debate. I mean, I have my own categories. We were talking about a little bit before this podcast because one of my categories is megastar. And uh, I know neither of you guys agree that that should be a category. But my, my definition of a megastar is they're a superstar no matter what team they're on. They're going to be the best player on their team, except for, like, a LeBron AD situation. I consider both of them megastars. Um, they're household names, and then they're all NBA players no matter what. Win healthy. Because I have Curry on a megastar. Obviously, obviously, he's not an all-NBA player this year. So I, for this category, I have Giannis, Harden, LeBron, AD, Luka, Curry, Durant, Kawhi, Joel Embiid, and then these, you might be able to argue this a little bit, but Lillard and Paul George. So that's 11 guys on my megastars. Do you think that's ridiculous? Yes. Oh, who would you leave off that well, list? Well, first of all, just call them superstars, like <laughs> I told you before. Well, I also have a superstar list. Also, Paul George is not a superstar. Whoa. You just think he's a star? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, then you're definitely not going to agree with my assessment of Warren. I'm Scoring-wise and efficiency-wise, Warren has been the best player in the NBA right now, efficiency-wise, since All-Star break. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. You're taking a very small chunk of time. Yes. Uh, Since the, the All-Star Star was what, early February? Yeah, just like a, a month at most maybe before you're the season shut down. You're taking a month of games. I am. I, I gladly but am. You're, yeah, what, what, well, like you just said, something? it is really recent, and I think that's the number one reason why you can't leap to calling him a star yet because he hasn't shown that he can do this consistently for like a, even a season. It's yeah. been It's been not even half a season. It's been about a month. So a lot of guys will put up these huge numbers for a mm -hmm. month, and then they just fall right back to where they were. You have to wait and see what he's like over the course of a full year or two years before you can make these calls about guys who haven't proven it to you before. Yeah. Well, okay. So he hasn't done this for two games, you know? Like, it's been longer than that. And he's shown that he is capable of shooting 55, 45, 95. And like I said, I agree. He's an elite scorer. Yeah. But that doesn't make you a star. <laughs> hey, let me, read, let me read a few names, and you tell me if, he, if these guys are stars, okay? Okay. Both of you. Just say yes or no. Trey Young? No. I think, it, it, again, it depends on your I definition have, of a yeah. star. My tears would go 
just star and then all star. Okay. What or what about maybe you? Do you think he's a star? Do you think Trey Young's a star? Cuz I would buy a ticket to see Trey Young, right? See, but that's not based on He's his, an all-star. It's not based on his basketball performance. You go see Trey Young because you want to go see Trey Young, the person who's going to put on a show for you. TJ Warren's not really putting on a show. He's going out there and oh, balling. He just flicked an ant at Austin. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the ground. Don't worry. Jeremy, you just did that so casually. <laughs> TJ Warren, he's not going to go and be dribbling past guys and pulling up from 35 feet all game. That's why, that's why you go and watch Trey Young. Yeah, and that is important. For sure, in like so defining it's a, a, it's NBA a different star. kind yeah, of star. I agree. Okay, well then, let me get up to who I listed as superstars, and you guys tell me if you agree that they're stars. Okay, because those were the guys that I think those were just star players, and I have a long list there. I, I have a lot of names here, but here's who I have as just superstars. Okay, Jokic. Yes. Yeah. Westbrook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kyrie. Yes. Yep. These are superstars, by in my definition. Well, are you saying they're stars? I'm saying they're stars. At least. I guess they would be a superstar in my category. Okay. So then how about you say star or, or superstar? Maybe, maybe, I don't know about superstar, but whatever. Yes, they are stars. Okay. Uh, CP3? Yes. Yeah. Turns out he's had a really good year. Um, Bradley Beal? Yes. Yeah. B- uh, I almost said Bill Simmons. Uh, ben Simmons? Yeah. Yes. Healthy Victor Oladipo? Yes. Yes. Carl Anthony Towns? Yes. Yes. Devin Booker? You're just are you just naming all stars? I'm na- I'm asking you guys if these are stars or superstars. Are you saying yes to star and you're saying yes to superstar? I'm just saying yes, they are stars. They are okay. stars. They're stars. Cool. So stars. So Devin Booker. Yeah. Yes. Donovan Mitchell. Yes. yes. Zion Williamson. Yeah. Uh. Well, he's in the Trey Young book. You're going to see him for a different reason. Yeah. Media hype star. Yeah. He will be a star though if he. You don't think can be healthy. Zion's already the best player in the NBA. Oh, weirdly, no. <laughs> uh, Kimball Walker? Yes. Yeah. Clay? Yes. Yes. Jimmy Butler? Yes. Yeah. Gobert? Yes. Uh, I don't know about Gobert. He's an all-star. This, this is so. the bottom of my – I have him and one more name who I just put at the bottom. He's an all-star, yeah. He's he's an all-star, so in my book, he – If, you're going, if I'm going to a jazz category. game, I'm not I'm not excited to see Rudy Gobert. I'm going to see Don No, Mitchell. I'm not either, but he is – I mean – He is an all-star. Yeah. And then Chris Stapps Porzingis. Um. Yeah, that's a tricky one because he has been hurt. He's another media hype guy because like the whole unicorn thing. You want to go see Zinger play? Yeah. So that's who I have as superstars in the NBA. Um, I don't consider them in my mega star, I, which I did have PG thirteen, and I hated doing that. So maybe I will move him down to superstar in my list. See, I would love to come up with a. Uh, this is another great reason why you should move it down from just to have superstars and stars, because that's what those categories sound like to me. Yeah. But they're all. I mean, I think all of those guys are superstars, but that top tier of guys is so important. I mean, like that they're obviously better than this group that I just read to you guys, starting with Jokic and ending with Porzingis, right? What isn't Giannis, Harden, LeBron, AD, Luka, Curry, Durant, Kawhi, Embiid, and Lillard in a different category than that list that I just read? No, yeah. because you had Embiid over Jokic. Okay. Well, okay. You could argue putting Jokic in that top category too, but so you're just saying that I shouldn't have megastar and superstar. I should have superstar and star. Yeah. So you think that newest list from Jokic to Porzingis is star? Yeah, those are star. Players. And you w- would you include any of these guys? Trey Young, Sabonis, Siakam, Lowry, Tatum, McCollum, Middleton, DeRozan, Brandon Ingram, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Would you include any of those guys in stars? I have some other names. I didn't want to read them all though. I mean, yeah, you got all stars in there. 
So if you're an all-star, you're, you're probably a star. Okay, so is TJ Warren an all-star right now? No, he's never made one. Is he, I mean, is he, like, if they did so an all-star game right you're, now, is he an all-star? You're saying based on your hand-picked numbers from the past month-ish, yes. would he be an all-star? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, but he's So he's putting up star numbers, and you're saying he's not a star? I'm saying okay. you can't. Because there's not a lot of guys who put up star numbers right. this long, and you don't say. It's, it's not very long. <laughs> okay, I mean, but it's long enough to where you're like, okay, he's actually really good and might be the best player on this fifth seed in the East. I mean, it's a big. It is a big deal. All this is all right, the important. One, a big thing you're ignoring is, like you said, he's doing all of this with at least one and usually two other players out of the lineup. So he's taking a much larger piece of the offense for himself because he has to for the Pacers to succeed. And when he was doing it with only Oladipo out. His numbers were lower, obviously, because there were there was more players that are are going to score on the team. So a lot of it is he's getting more touches. His uh, and the rest that you got to look at what's going on around him. You can't just pull out these numbers out of a hat without any of the circumstances surrounding him. Yeah, but I mean, he's the only guy right now who's scoring for the Pacers on a depleted team. So why why would he not be able to like put up good numbers all year? Well, I mean, we're watching team. this Nets team right now. If one of them has 40 points, <laughs> he's playing on a depleted team. Would the you Nets say that he's good, a star? Right. Nets are up 86 to 80 on the Bucks right now without who? Harris, Joe, uh, Jarrett Allen, and... Levert. And Karis Levert. So would you say their leading scorer today is a star? Just because he's the leading scorer on a team missing uh, all their other stars? You'll just have to ask me. Like, if Rodian Karux puts up 53, who knows? Yeah, he's probably a superstar. I'm just playing. I'm playing. I don't know if you are, though. <laughs> it's not just one game that makes me think this, though, is what I'm saying. I'm saying since, what, 15 games that he's played where he's averaging these numbers, like, I don't think someone who's going to put up 50, like, if Chris Chioza all of a sudden puts up 50 points for the, the Nets to beat the Bucks, like, I mean, it's one game. Here's another thing you haven't mentioned. The game against the Sixers was his first double-double of the season. Like, you expect the guys who are stars to be yeah. getting other numbers besides just points and i he, mean he's only he's really only a scorer how often does kyrie irving get a, a double double he gets close a lot i mean warren's putting up games with like 25 and 5 all the time he's not doing uh, he's not really doing the very many other things besides well, how, getting the ball and scoring what's clay thompson's stats or devin booker's clay thompson is also an elite scorer and defender but he's a star too yeah because he's yeah. won championships <laughs> okay so we'll we'll have to figure out this definition. I mean, I I see what you guys are saying. I see what you're saying. All right, let's talk about the Wizards. Uh, this was another good win. I thought it was no Oladipo. We brought Brogdon back, which was nice. Um, going into this game, I felt like the Wizards, they're a pretty scrappy team. They're full of guys with a lot of confidence who are trying to prove themselves for next season. So they're not going to shy away from the challenge. And we went out of looking a little flat coming off that big Sixers win. So I was a little worried off the jump. What did you think, Jack? Um, I felt confident from the beginning. I put $30 on the Pacers to win, won $7 as a result. So left st- started with 30 left with 37 It's just a, not a great bet. <laughs> it worked for me, man. So, um, well, one, one guy who follows all that Pacers on Instagram uh, put a $120 bet on the Pacers to beat the 76ers, which I thought was crazy. Yeah, that is Especially crazy. without Sabonis and uh, Brogdon. Yeah. Uh, ended up winning $360. So oh, there you go. I guess it worked out for him. I would never have that kind of confidence. <laughs> um, but, I mean, 
yeah, the Wizards have those guys that do want to prove themselves. We're big Thomas Bryant fans here. Um, you are. Oh, I am. Oh, yeah, you're a Louisville fan. <laughs> Used to be an IU fan. Um, but we're bi- I'm a big Thomas Bryant fan. I mean, I just love the dude. He's so passionate and, like, he wants to win. Dude, you're not going to beat a top-tier team, even who has some injuries, with Thomas Bryant as your best player. They they did play a really good game. Um, but, like, yeah, they have the confidence, but I just don't think they have the talent. Yeah, I mean, it was... I mean, they can show up. We, we were in control pretty much the whole game. It was close the whole time. They're, they're just a team that's not going to go away. TJ Warren, once again, led the charge, 34 points, 11 rebounds. Like I said, his first double-double of the season. Uh, really good shooting once again. We also had Aaron Holiday, Malcolm Brogdon, and Miles Turner all with at least 17 points. It was a rough game for Justin Holiday, though only two points. He brings it on the defensive end, though. He he's an effort guy. Yeah, it's been weird seeing him struggle uh, these past two games. Uh, is it because he's in the starting lineup? You think does that have anything to do with it? I think it has a little bit to do with it. You're playing with different guys. You have to play a little bit differently. He has to defer to T.J. Warren doing a lot of stuff. All the time, when often when he's with the second unit, he'll be getting those he'll be getting uh, looks from the outside that he's not getting right now. But uh, he'll he'll hopefully adjust as will the team, and we'll figure this thing out. Yeah, um, it is. I I also do expect Justin Holiday to be better with Aaron Holiday in the starting lineup with him. I mean, I just feel like if you're playing there with your brother who knows where to pass you the ball at, if you're a shooter, mm-hmm. um, then you should be playing better. Um, it hasn't turned out well. It, I don't know if it's like. People are more focused on Doug McDermott or Sabonis when he cycles in with the second. Well, we unit. know it does work because in our first scrimmage game, it was the Holiday Brothers show. They were they both went off, so it, it can happen. It just it comes down to comfortability with the rest of the lineup that's in, and just the flow of the game too. If if Justin Holiday is not getting the ball in the flow of the game, he's going to be doing less, and I think that's a lot of what happened. Yeah. Hey, at least hit a three though, just one. Yeah, zero for two. If you're Justin Holiday, hit one three. Doug McDermott zero for three. So. McDermott starts the se- the restart 0 for 5. Justin Holiday not much better. Yeah. So they can only go up from here. That's the good thing. <laughs> Hopefully. What it, the next game they play, they both combine for 0 for 20 for brief. <laughs> that, that is shocking. not up. That is not Something going Something horrible has went wrong. Many players have gotten injured. Yes. They both take 10 threes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, if Doug McDermott and Justin Holiday each took 10 threes a game, I'd be okay with that. Hey, you should be a Rockets fan then. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I... With the shooter, well, I guess you can't really say right now with these past two games, but with their ability to shoot the three, I mean, it, it's not dumb basketball. Looking at the lineups we've had to play a couple times so far, we do look really small <laughs> like the uh, like they do. The problem is we don't have a P.J. Tucker type that can – like, Jakar Sampson's pretty good, but he's not <laughs> P.J. Tucker. I was about to say, you don't think Jakar Sampson is? <laughs> uh, real quick, one last thought on this game. Aaron Holiday, really good offensively. Huge defensive liability. I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but it seemed like every single time down the court, especially off a off a rebound or a turnover, Ishmith and Shabazz Napier were taking it right to Aaron Holiday, easily getting around him and getting an easy layup. It was driving me crazy. So that's something that we need to figure out on the defensive end because obviously we need him in if we're not going to have Oladipo or some other guys if they're injured because we need his scoring, but his defensive liabilities are not great right now. That brings up the question, are either Ish Smith or Shabazz Napier stars then? No. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is a liability. Uh, I didn't think it was this bad. Uh, he he just really got exposed for the in this game for some reason. I, d- I think with Oladipo in the lineup, he would have been picking up these defenders 
on the top of the key and he's not going to let him get around him so you can hide Aaron a little bit more but and for this game whatever reason they didn't want Brogdon defending them so it ended up being Aaron Holiday and he just got burned over and over again sadly yeah he had to go to the hospital fix those burns <laughs> hey doc can you bandage me up give me some ointment <laughs> all right so let's look forward uh, we're going to skip over this Magic game because it's going to be over and done with by the time this podcast gets out. Let's go to the next couple of games before you'll hear from us again. We've got the Suns on the 6th at 4, the Lakers on, on the 8th at 6, and then next Monday we have the Heat at 8. Jack, what do you expect from these games? Um, I expect to see Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect to see Brogdon. Yes. Uh, it is worth noting, too, I don't think we've talked about this yet. Brogdon has had his eighth injury, eighth separate injury this year that's kept him out of a game. Yeah, I don't enough. think I've ever heard of that happening. I think he's made the full cycle, right? Because, I mean, it's been, what, legs, wrists, head, neck, butt, back. I'm missing one. Yeah, could have just done head, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, that's if you want to figure out his injuries, you just sing that song. So Or shoulders, chest, pants, shoes. Oh, wipe me down, little Boosie. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't listen to little Boosie. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, um, you don't know the song "Wipe Me Down." No, I, I might, but the way you just said, I don't think that helps. Shoulders, chest, pants, shoes. That's how the chorus goes. No, that sounds so bad. <laughs> wipe me down, <laughs> cause I'm home. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. Sorry. Um, yeah, I expect to see some Oladipo. I uh, expect to see some Brogdon. I hope to see some Goga. Um, and then. All I want to see is us be able to put it together a little bit with that lineup and be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, the Suns, we should be able to win that game. Aiton's been looking really good, and we don't really have a big man. But it, we've shown that we can beat teams that have great big men. True. Aiton's not that to that point either yet. Um, Lakers will be tough, obviously. Lakers and Heat both will be tough. Yeah. The Heat game's going to be fun, man. I'm, like, I'm so looking forward to these two Heat games we have left. I'm terrified that... Warren is going to keep going on his run and then drop the ball literally <laughs> against the Heat. That would be the worst case scenario. Hey, for the, to get the Jimmy Butler rematch and then he lays an egg again. Okay, if he just if he beats the Heat single handedly both times, that there's a discussion for star right there. Well, you you said there's d- discussion for star now. I'm trying to I'm trying to tell you you would have to you would have to seriously. I don't have consider to do it. anything. <laughs> you can't make me, man. <laughs> I'm saying if he if he puts up 35 each game against the Heat and Jimmy Butler is just getting wrecked by him, then maybe. All right, I'll have that discussion okay. at All-Star break next year. <laughs> yeah, uh, what what are you concerned about with the Suns? Anything? Uh, not really concerned about the Suns or the Magic tonight. Um, looking, looking at this, like the Lakers, obviously a really tough game. Uh, LeBron doesn't like to lose, clearly. We'll see if he, he comes to play that night. They, they're pretty shaky right now with their guard play. Having to rely on Dion Waiters isn't a great thing long term for oh, them. Such he a played bad idea. very well he, last night, though. He has played well in their games, but long term, you would agree. Yes, he's not a guy you want to have. <laughs> but he looks like a star right now. <laughs> Stop. Dion Waiters might be a star, oh and Alex Caruso's been a star. And then the Heat haven't looked uh, amazing in the, in the restart, so we'll, I don't know what to expect from them. They can get hot at any time, though, and those shooters can. Hit forty threes. Kelly Olynyk can come through and hit fifteen points like in five shots. I mean, wh- who were they playing the other night when it was the third quarter and he had twenty one points? 
It was the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't that it was crazy? A depleted is a depleted. Nuggets I'm telling team. you, this this is not a hot take because I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Kelly Olynyk will win you one basketball game in the playoffs every year. Well, when you just ask him to go rip Kevin Love's arm out of its socket, of course it'll, that <laughs> counts as winning the game. Yeah, I'm, he gets hot one time every playoffs, and you're like, who the heck? Is stopping this dude. No one. I'm not a Kelly Olenek fan. I think he's a pretty dirty player. He is a dirty player, a, but fan. when he starts hitting his shots, like he won't miss. It's insane. He's a heat check guy. He's a nice little player. A big player. He is a momentary star. <laughs> <laughs> he was against the Nuggets the other day for that third quarter. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll come back next week having won at least three of these games. I would be very happy if we went 3-1 and one over the course of the Magic Suns, Lakers, and Heat. Uh, uh Realistically, maybe two and two would still be all right. We're we're looking pretty good having beat the Sixers in that first game for getting the five seed. Even though the the Celtics look really good right now, so I, I don't know how I feel about my take about wanting to play them. But we'll see. We'll see. I feel I would love to play the Celtics. I would rather play the 76ers right now. I think they look yeah, in honestly, disarray all with the, time. the way we just played against them too without Sabonis. Yeah, because we're hoping to see Sabonis. Come playoffs. We're hoping. I, I haven't heard anything new. I'm hoping he's getting tested every day. Yeah, like I said last week, I, th- I just think the longer he's gone, the, the more realistically he's not coming back. Well, then at least we have Goga. Maybe. Woo! <laughs> Goatga. Um, I'm going to be mad if we go 3-1. and one. You think you'll be mad if we only go 3-1? and one. If we only go 3-1. If three we and lose one, one of these games, you'll be yeah. mad. No, honestly, though, um, for me – for my happiness for these next four games, it all depends on how well the Sixers played compared to us. Because I just want to be able to beat the Sixers this year. Like, I would love to be the fifth seed and the Sixers end in six because it's the Sixers. I hate the Sixers. <laughs> or what if they get the four seed or something and you get to play the Sixers in the first round? I'd be okay with that. Yeah, but I, I just want to – my preference is that we beat the Sixers. All right, check us out on Instagram at all.pacers or on Twitter at all underscore pacers. Keep an eye out. We'll have more giveaways and chances for you to get shout-outs coming up. As always, I'm Jeremy. Thanks for listening. See you later. See ya. It's all about team basketball. It's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey. You play for the Indiana Pacers. That's who you represent.